0: Are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main F's in my life that have helped me in creating my best self: faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ladine, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles. Whether it was placing my baby for adoption at eighteen. Facing my marriage ending affair or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. My guest today knows how to bring the fire. Let me just say that it's no surprise that Steph is someone that travels the country and speaks on stages of thousands of people. Steph is someone that I met last year. If you've been following along with this podcast, you know that there are three ladies in my life that are very, very special. Steph is one of them. She is a person that I met at one of the masterminds I attended, and my life has not been the same since. Steph is extremely successful in her own right. She has written two books. She was a self-made millionaire in her 20s. She didn't stop there. She has learned to diversify herself, and she is just the ultimate epitome of the go-getter. She is a boss babe. She's taught me so much about really just accepting and loving all of the things I bring as a woman. And has, you know, challenged some of my thoughts and beliefs on things. And so I am so excited for her to be on the podcast today. And I know this will not be the last time. Steph always brings the tactical strategies. I mean, her second book she put out is a blueprint, which is always something I love because it's something that you have to do the work. So we talk all about that. We dive into relationships and it was a great, great conversation. So I can't wait for you to listen to this one.
1: Okay, I am so excited about today. My
2: friend, Steph, is here. Now, Steph, should I be calling you Steph or Stephanie? That's the first thing. Whatever your heart desires, (laughs) just don't call me Steffi. My mom calls me Steffi on stage. I'm not a fan, so either (laughs) one.
1: I've always called you Steph, but I'm so excited to have you on because, you know, my audience now knows I've got like these three musketeers. so we're the four together. And Steph, last but not least, is on here. And I'm just so excited because I want this to be a regular thing. You've changed my life in so many ways. So having you on just had to happen. And um, I've, you know, I've done my digging on you, my homework on you, because I know you've had a lot that you've accomplished in a short life. I mean, let's face it, right? You're not that, you you know, you're still young. And um, i was really, really impressed with what I learned. And you know, as always on my podcast, I want people to walk away with something. Right now we're in a season where I feel like you're really going to help so many people in my audience. One, because you've had multiple income streams and that really is creating your best self. As much as I talk about mindset and all these other things, we have to do the action there to create that as well. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, we are really aligned in that your mission is to help other women, you know, create their best self and not just through say the network marketing and not just through real estate, which are very exciting, but you do all the tactical things that I love so much. So we're going to like dig right in and go right back to like teenage years, because I found this really fascinating. Because you started actually in your teens. Talk me through that. Were your parents part of this? And what did you do? What was your first thing that you did to get you into like personal development?
2: Yes. Well, actually, when I was younger, when I was a little girl, I literally was such an extrovert that I would go into grocery stores and I loved old people. So I like my mom would find me at the grocery store sitting on this old guy's lap. Like <laughs> literally, I was just so all about loving people. And then I hit seventh grade and I had an encounter with a girl that I felt so rejected and so alone. And I pulled back and I started telling myself, as long as you're introverted, you can't get hurt. And it hurts so bad to, because I felt so alone and I felt so anxious of putting myself out there. So it, it, it just I kept trying to put myself out there again but it was just like those default lies that kept renting space in my head of people don't like you you're not fun you aren't the prettiest you aren't you know very outgoing all these things that I was like oh that's that's true and so when I was tripping all over myself my mom and dad decided that they wanted to put me in a Dale Carnegie course and i i've always been about personal development i mean my dad's been preaching personal development from day one he he did goals dreams attitude and success seminars he was a motivational speaker and so i felt like oh man i better have my crap together <laughs> so i was always wired to drive the goal drive the agenda you know really bring your best self forward and make the biggest impact that you can but that little tape kept playing in my head you're not worthy People don't like you. You know, you're in all these different concepts kept just inundating my mind. And so when I joined Dale Carnegie, I was not excited about it, but they said this can really help me with my people skills. (laughs) I did. I, I was like, oh man, well, here we go. I got I guess I need some people skills. And I fell in love with the concept. And I started to speak on stages. I started doing public speaking. And it really helped me to get out of my own way and correct my thinking, get rid of the lies and the root cause of why I wasn't putting myself out there. And it was just, it was euphoric. And I started, because I got so excited about the concepts in that course, I started, they asked me to come back and coach. And I'm like, I'm all about it. Like game on. And so I was starting to coach 40 and 50 year olds as like this little, you know, teenager. (laughs) wow
1: so I find this so fascinating I mean one even down to you as a kid talking to other people that was me we actually owned the grocery store and <laughs> we would have stacks of dog food by the checkout right and I would sit up on the dog food and talk to people and I had a shift too in my life where because I'm like you I'm an introvert extrovert it mm-hmm. people don't think it because I'm like you where I can go out and talk and I mean I've met you you were like a powerhouse So I find this so fascinating. And I think that this will be so good for those that are listening that are like, I can't ever do something like that. I mean, I hear that all the time from people like I'm not like that, you know, so obviously going through the course was a big game changer for you. Was it actual steps that you had to go through to kind of see that you could in fact get up on stage? Was it having a surrounding? Was it other people
2: believing in you?
1: Like, I mean, I, I t- a load of questions. I, I, I
2: truly I it was it was all of the above. I had the trainer that was at the Dale Carnegie course, I don't remember his name, but he was this big, tall dude that just had all the confidence in the world. And he would always say, Stephanie Peters, step up to the front. And I'm like, oh my lord. Like I freaked out. And but at the end of every talk, he would start out by everyone would clap and then he would say, That was absolutely phenomenal. Even though that, let's be real, it wasn't. (laughs) But he breathed so much belief and life into me. And, And another thing is when I actually, in my network marketing business, when things started to take off, there was a guy, Dave Crescenzo, that looked at me after I spoke and he said, Steph, I've seen a lot of people speak up on stages, but you have a gift. And don't take it for granted, but make the impact you're called to make. Wow. And that was literally the moment that I was like, you know what? God has given me some gifts that I'm doing a disservice to my tribe if I stay introverted. And it truly was like, it was that light bulb moment where it's like, yeah, even to this day, like I don't feel near as uncomfortable um, actually Facebook lives freak me out the most, which is hilarious. Like I can speak <laughs> in front of thousands of people but when it comes to Facebook live, I freak the heck out. <laughs> um, That's funny. But, but it is, it's one of those things where like when he breathes so much life into me and that Dale Carnegie guy breathes so much life into me, you can know all the principles. You can know all the ways of how, the how to's of how to go about it. But I think at the end of the day, it boils down to being your own biggest cheerleader and your biggest advocate and starting to believe in yourself. And sometimes that starts with surrounding yourself with the right people, because I just recently came out of a situation and I wasn't going to share like all the details on this and I I won't unless you want me to Amy, but I just came out of such a toxic relationship where this human being started to, because I, I have performance issues. I am working through them as we speak of like I get my worth from what I do and not Mm -hmm. who I am in Christ. And that is one of the biggest things that I'm working on in my journey. I thought I had it figured out a handful of years ago, but it's popping up again. And so I'm like, okay, it's a journey and I need to work through these issues. But when you let someone in your space that maybe started out amazing, and then they turn toxic and they become a gaslighter and you're like, wait, how did this happen? and you're not aware, it can start to strip you internally. And then you start to self-loathe yourself. You start to play games in your head. So it is so important to just really abide in the Holy Spirit and really make sure that those people around you are those people that are lifting you up and they're breathing that belief into you and that you are doing the same for them where iron can sharpen iron. So I know i went just totally off on a tangent, but... (laughs) That was, that was perfect. And that really goes along with, I mean, I was
1: feeling this way too. So I, usually I'm the one on the calls because of our little group calls that this last year has just been a whirlwind for me. And I really had to fight some of those. Like every time I think I was feeling better about myself, I would have this negative self-talk and I would come to you guys. And this is where the power of having people around you that can remind you of your gifts and remind you of all that is, and just having a checks and balances because you know, I, I watched with you how, you know, you are such a powerhouse. And I think this is going to be a gift. You're going to look back and go, this happened so much for me because tension's the
2: test, right? One hundred, Amy. And I couldn't have said it better. I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that. Tension is a test. I love that. And, and honestly, when I look back in full transparency about this whole situation, I judged people hard if they couldn't get out of their own way in a toxic relationship, I literally would look at women and I'd be like, well, I don't know what her issue is. Like she just needs to like step the hell up and walk away. Oh Lord Jesus, did I get a, like, a complete paradigm shift of like, God smacked me so hard in the best and worst way possible of like, girl, I'm gonna make you eat some humble pie. And I got so wrapped up in this other human being. And my mom literally, she's like, Stephanie, you came out of me as spitfire. Where did the lady boss go? And I literally, I remember just falling. And I'm like, I'm not on the trajectory of who God is calling me to be. What is wrong? And I had to get really, really quiet. And it's because I let someone extreme. He was great at the beginning, but someone so toxic get hold of my spirit, and I let him into my temple. But the reason that I'm, I'm bringing all that up is because I'm so grateful. As much as it was, it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through of walking away from that situation. There's so much hurt, and there's a lot of uh, so many other feelings. But now I look back on that, and I'm like, I. Understand I want to put my arm around that woman and say, "Girl, I understand how you feel like i I've gone through that and you are going to make it you're a child of the most high king, and complete healing belongs to you, and I promise you you are going to get through this as long as you keep on pressing on. I would have thrown that woman out to the wolves and i 'm just being super honest with you right now and like I am like so grateful that God allowed it to happen because man, I have a massive heart to help women to create those multiple streams of residual income, to help her stand on her own two feet, to help her know her worth. Because of this situation of what I went through, I don't want any woman to ever stay in a toxic relationship physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because he makes the money. Don't ever put yourself in that position. And I have such a huge heart to help women create those streams, to create that just strength inside through Christ so that nothing can stop their God-sized dream and who they are meant to be. I have chills because <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a whole new area you dive into. Like I oh. really do.
1: Like I think you'll be like pivoting and being like, man, there, cause there's so many women, so many married, single, they might be in a serious relationship that are listening to this and feeling that. And then add to it, if they don't have that revenue stream, they don't have something to stand on with their own two feet. I mean, you were a self-made millionaire by your mid-20s. There's lots of women out there that don't even have that. And oh. so then they stay in that cycle. And then if you really look at it, how do you really grow? Like, how do you really grow when you do have that? Like, I actually don't think it's really possible. I mean, when you start to see how toxic it is, Because there's like moments where the rope is let out on you and they may breathe a little bit with their love bombing and stuff like that. You know, you and I talked about it and then it's like right back down. And if you start to believe those thoughts and believe those, I know I've been in toxic relationships like that where then I'm like, man, maybe I really am sucky. Maybe I really am that person because you don't even
2: know what's truth anymore, right? uh Uh-uh, Not at all. Like I I remember him saying, Steph, if you walk away from me, you're going to be broke in six months. And, and like, literally, at first my brain was like, oh my gosh. And then, like, I woke the frick up. And I was like, okay, honey, I'm sorry to tell you, but I was a millionaire before I met you. So, like, let's just be real here. Like, come on. But that is a huge, huge driver of, like, I was telling Yasna a couple days ago when I was really working through some internal, like, who I am in Christ and what I do as a profession and making sure that these are clearly separate and really anchoring in that. But the thing that, um, I told her on, um, Oh, I was telling Yasna. let's backtrack on what we were just saying.
1: Talking about just our, how to get away from the toxic and you had the money. Oh, Oh yes. 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 Thank
2: you for, um, all right. I got ADD. <laughs> I, I know I do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, but I told her I'm so thankful that I dug my well before I was thirsty. Because honestly, I stepped back from that and I looked into, okay, I started out with my network marketing business and even if all my other streams would go away, that income in its entirety by itself, I could sustain my lifestyle. And then let's say, take away my network marketing income in its entirety, my buy and hold income in real estate could sustain me residually and I wouldn't have to work another day in my life And then taking a step further, like then everything else is icing on the cake. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and so like even that wholesale business that I was in and I'm still continually moving forward in, that's all above and beyond, and that's that's a huge huge driver for me now. Saying to women, even let's say you have an amazing relationship with your husband, an amazing relationship with your significant other, God forbid, in an instant they're gone. What happens? And so I just really want to breathe that belief into women saying, you've got this sister, reach out for the resources. We have the most resources on the planet if you're born in the U.S. So let's take advantage of them and let's go all in so that we can lay that foundation so that, you know, our first foundation is in Christ, but then we also are building on top of it so that nothing can strip us or take that rug out from underneath us. I love it. I love it. So I
1: want to get right into this because you know, you have Lady Boss Empire and, you know, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, this was kind of a little bit of a trigger for me at first. I really actually used to be like this. I hated the women empowerment crap. And I say (laughs) it that way because it's so funny. Like it was a story I obviously was telling myself. I was a big masculine, like energy, you know, gotta be like doing the work. And even the people I attracted as coaches are usually like the hard ass, almost doing it from like the dark side, for lack of a better word, right? Like it's like to prove, you know, like, cause achievement, while it can be for you, it can be really working against you in Absolutely. terms of like, you know, I can work myself into the ground. So Absolutely. when I first, it was so funny when you reached out to me and we were going to meet at the mastermind and I went and looked at yourself. I'm like, really lady boss, like
2: this is going to be, this is gonna be I love it. I love it. I don't know if I've ever heard that, but that's amazing. <laughs> and so
1: 2019 really changed for me with that because I really got to be around you ladies that, man, you, you had like, this feminine energy, but man, were you crushing it like on stage and like, just, I mean, in your business and, you know, you had the network marketing and like, I was just so amazed by it. You have a book out, love your book. And and I love like, you know, you talked about this on another um, podcast that, you know, there's so much information out there, but- Mm -hmm. The thing that separates you, Steph, and it's something that I'm really passionate about is you do the work. Like you're also like, listen, I want to breathe fire into you and you speak from stage, but you usually always have a handout or something for them to do. And Hands I'm saying that. Right? So Hands when you your workbook, which by the way, is called the boss life blueprint. I was like in heaven because I am one of those that I that love to, so much. I love to listen to things, mm. but I know that. That can put us in what we call the gap. And the gap is the Mm -hmm. place where you have awareness, but you're not doing work. So you feel good after you listen to say like a podcast like this, but you can actually feel worse down the road because now you have knowledge that you need to be doing more. Now, you know, there's, you have some special gifts that you just need to breathe fire into and you can do So I want to give the definition here, what you have in here of what a boss is, because people are like, what is a lady boss? You know, you said bosses are leaders who shine their light to the world through actively pursuing their God-given potential. They know when to throw punches and when to roll with them. They never allow others to determine their destiny or detour their direction. They feel the fear, confront it, and grab the pen to write their own story. They pursue their purpose to inspire and empower others to unleash their greatness within. And I love that. Like, it's so powerful. And I know that you are on a mission with women. I mean, you've got your network marketing and I want to touch on that because, you know, network marketing is not a place that I've ever been. And I think nowadays, I think you, I mean, now when we talk about other revenue streams, add COVID to it, you know, it's almost like it seems to be the best fit for so many people because you can have the flexibility of still maybe having a job, although, you know, hey, you can go all in and really do (laughs) very, very well with it. But I think for you, what I've loved is you've then taken that. Maybe network marketing isn't, say, your passion. Maybe you don't want to sell whatever someone is selling, right? But you've leveraged that. And you've leveraged it through your real estate and then through your coaching here, through your workbook, through your book. I mean, would that have happened without that is one question I have. And two, okay, so once you saw that you made the million and obviously something sewn into your heart that you have a bigger reach now that you can. Do you think that helped? Do you think then being able to su- you know succeed? That feels great to succeed. But I listened to you on one podcast where you said, you know, that felt good, but there's nothing like having someone, watch someone else reach there. So talk to me about oh. that and your passion around that. Uh,
2: yeah. I, and, and to answer that first question, a thousand percent, if it weren't for the base and the story that God allowed to thread through that of becoming the youngest female senior director in the company and the youngest female executive director um, in the company, and, and, and truly shattering the glass ceiling for women. I, I don't believe I, I, there's so many things that God could have done in order for me to get to where I am today, but I think that was just such a beautiful gift. I mean, I was I spoke in front of thousands and thousands of people early on as a teenager because God had worked through me and had brought the right people along and teamed up together in order to hit those different things. And so it was just such a beautiful gift that I felt so humbled. There was one convention that we attended and um, I mean, they were just calling me up left and right and they were calling my team up left and right. And I remember um, even for President's Club where you're the top um, 16 producers in North America and I got called up on stage in my 20s, early 20s. And I was just like, I was so humbled. And I remember as a little girl, because my parents had been with the company since I was like three years old because I was having health issues, it turned my health around. And I remember going to a convention and they won a President's Club of going out to Hawaii. And I remember sneaking in because I wasn't supposed to be in there to the (laughs) banquet. And so my brother and I snuck in. I had my little green dress on. And I remember when they called Steve and Julie Peters President's Club, you know, whatever year it was, And I remember in my mind's eye thinking, one day I want to do that because of all the people that they've touched through this business. And so many people even came to Christ through what I call marketplace ministry of those people probably wouldn't have stepped foot in church, but they'll step foot into becoming financially secure. And so because of that, it was just, it was such a cool thing of how many people's lives they changed. And so I said, one day I want to do that. And I remember the night of the banquet where I'm eating. I'm like really nervous. I don't know if I won. I, you know. And, and I remember sitting next to one of my, my best friends, Jason, and he's like, I think you got this, babe. And I'm like, you know what? Regardless if I made it or not, one of my girlfriends came up to me before the banquet and she said, Steph, I got to tell you that I wouldn't have been able to, this has helped me in my marriage this has helped me financially, this has helped me to become a better human being. And I just want to let you know what an impact you've made in my life. Wow. And, and I told Jason and I said, regardless of if I won or if I didn't, I'm exactly where I need to be. And the way that I say it is success is one thing. Anyone can climb the ladder of success, but if it's against the wrong wall, good luck.
1: You know what? You nail it so much. And I always, I mean, a lot of my audience is into fitness. And so I always do these analogies. It's the same way with like fat loss. If you do it in the wrong way, not aligned to like your health, not aligned to where you know, it's sustainable. It feels like crap because it's it's not, it's, it's just not that, that peaceful feeling. Right. Whereas, you know, when you're like one earnest earning an honest dollar, sharing something that, you know, that person can truly earn and, and get
2: what you have, there's nothing more exciting. Like I will say that's like the biggest drug, you know. <laughs> it absolutely, it's euphoric. And, and I remember when they called me up on stage and I literally had a flashback to that little girl that one day I'm gonna make an impact in these women's lives. And then the girls just rushed to me on the stage afterwards and they all, we were just, I was so proud of each. Yeah, I wouldn't have got to where I was if it weren't for those girls. And I don't believe they would have got to where they got if it weren't for the team. And it was just such a beautiful gift. Like John Maxwell says it like, you know, when you're a turtle on a fence post, you don't get there by yourself. <laughs> but, even, <I> love that. <laughs> but But above and beyond that, like it's just, it's such a beautiful gift when people are like, you know what? I'm better because of how you guided me. And, and I just thank God for all the God winks that God has brought into my life you being one of them, Amy, like you have changed my life. Like you breathed a lot of belief into me when I was going through some stuff where I'm like, I don't, I was so confused. I was just at my wits end and I was breaking down. And I remember Yasma saying, Steph, I don't care about what you accomplish. I want to make sure that you are okay. And that's what I think is just such a beautiful gift of like, we have guide along the way. There's another guy that It was him and my girlfriend, Bethany, that got me out of this toxic relationship. I would say, Jeremy, Bethany, and Jesus got me out of this (laughs) whole last situation. It's so it's like, it truly is those people that you surround yourself with. And sometimes when you're down and out, they lift you up. They breathe that belief back into you. And then I believe that we owe it to our tribe that we do that same thing. We're investing on them. We're we're loving on them and just putting our arms around them and just say, you know what? It's okay. You're going to make it life can just throw a lot of shit at you, whatever it is, what it is onward and upward. We've got this because we have a strong foundation. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I'm like, I'm
1: thinking of several questions. And I mean, like I said before, I'm kind of glad we went down a different path today and talked about (laughs) this relationship because I think that there's more people that struggle with this than they don't. And they don't have that strong social support. And I think that's why, I mean, I go back to Christina's episode with me is paying for friends and how that might trigger for people. But I will say the friendships that I've quote unquote paid for through, through going to like a speaking event, through going to a mastermind, through going through a course, has aligned me with people that are like you, that then are like, I've got your back. You know, it's I mean, every time we get on in, the, in our monthly calls, you know, it's been so refreshing for us all to get, you know, we all have 15 minutes of time to go through And, and just share that and allow, you know, always at the end, it's like, what can we be doing for each other? What do you need right now? Like, I love that because you're a lot like me where I won't ask, I won't ask for what I mean. I will be on the side of the road, like dying (laughs) before I will do that. But you've taught me a lot of like breaking down that, that tough exterior, because if we are achievement based and you know, there's a lot of us that are, I mean, it's totally for me. And I love that. I always say there's a lot of things that are for us and against us, but if I don't stop sometimes and ask for the help, you know, it is that collaboration over competition? I mean, you taught me that when I first met you as you were just like, I, I collaborate with everyone. Like I am going to share with everyone. There's no competition here. And that really just showed me that, okay, I do, I, I don't need to always act like I've got it together. Like, because right. I have something that I can learn, you know, from others and that, our lulls or places of challenge, I mean, our tension, we can't ever get past a test without the tension. So for you, without going through this, you aren't able to have the true empathy, say for the person that's like, I don't have a supportive spouse. You know, I, this is, this is what's going on here. How do I, you know, it, like you said, it'd been easier to be like, well, you just need to, and now you're like, oh my gosh, I have a completely different thing hmm Yes, oh, yes. Absolutely. So I want to have you on again because I do know that there's an exercise that I want to go through with my audience because you are the person that does the work. What is one thing, because I love the introvert-extrovert thing because I'm definitely, I relate to that. <laughs> so what if someone is home right now and they're like, all right, I know I have something bigger inside me. Like I just do. I've got a story to tell. I've got something. Where do I start? Should I take a core step? Do you have anything that I can do what do you think I should start with? Because I'm listening to all the things, but I'm obviously still stuck.
2: Yeah. So I I like to really ask, like to really break it down. Like, what are you passionate about? What, what is your heart calling for? And, and I, my biggest thing is what is that first step that you can take? Is that too, and a lot of times, like one of the things that a lot of different companies will hire me for is it's my talk of if I fired my fear. There's a card that I pass out to the audience at the end and on the card, it asks, if I fired my fear, what would I do? And then everyone writes down what they would do. And then what, uh, what I actually added, that card was passed out to me at a women's empowerment event. I took it a step further and on the other side of the card, I wrote down, so first, if I fired my fear, I would do this. Then within 24 hours, I will. And then after that, who is the power partner that I'm going to text right now that I'm going to tell them what I'm going to do in 24 hours? Because then it's going to keep your feet to the fire of, okay, let's say, you have a really amazing story that you feel that could really change people's lives. Okay, what's your first step? Are you wanting to write a book? okay? Well, then are you going to reach out to a publisher? Are you going to Google about how to self- publish? Like what is that first step? Write it down and then text your power partner. This is what I'm gonna do and make sure and then put a little alarm on your phone within 24 hours of like let's say it's eight o'clock at night. then when that dings 24 hours from now, what have you done to move the needle forward? Because we can learn all the things, we can be the most personally developed person on the planet, but if we don't take that first step, it doesn't matter at all. So oh my that's my, my first recommendation. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? When this podcast episode comes out,
1: when I put it on Instagram, I want a picture of that card because yeah,
2: absolutely. it
1: will be a really good thing for them. And you're right, the fast section. I can't tell you how many masterminds or events I've been at that they'll even say, Hey, by the end of today, you've had to have done your one thing, or by the end of this weekend, and same thing, have that partner to be accountable to. You know, DM me, DM stuff. Sometimes just putting it out, like it doesn't even have to require a response. Like I've said to people with shame, if you've got shame, sharing it alone takes the power away. It doesn't matter if it's not like out publicly. You don't have to be on a stage to claim the things that you want, but it is the power of putting that in action. So, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And this will not be the last time that Steph is on here because this is great. I'm thankful that you shared something that I know is not an easy thing to share. I had chills today and I'm just so thankful for you that you are such a great leader, that you are unapologetic about your faith You're unapologetic about your beliefs and you have really allowed me to step into that myself because I told you last year, I'm like, I'm on a mission. I've had too many things happen, but I too get stuck behind myself sometimes Mm -hmm. in fearing it. And this is why you need friendships like this because- It's the ebbs and flows of like when I'm not feeling it or when you're, you know what, we can help each other. So I'm so thankful for you and
2: I'm excited for my audience. Well, Amy, I I have to say before, before we end here, I just want to say thank you for being who you are and showing up into the world as you are. I don't honestly, the day I met you, my life will never be the same. You've just been such an amazing woman, your story has inspired me. I see myself in you on so many levels. And there's so many things that I'm like, wow, that's an amazing way to navigate it. But just even the essence of who you are, Amy, thank you for just showing up as the amazing human being that you are, Amy. I just love you so much.
1: Oh, you're so amazing. So I know you're not an IG -er or Instagram person, (laughs) (laughs) really, but... You are, but where can people find you? Cause I already know, I mean, one, I will have in the show notes, a link to the workbook because this blueprint, I mean, the workbook is, I can't even do it justice without people seeing this on the podcast. So I will have to post a picture when I post this because you have so much good homework in here. So that's one, I'll put your website, but where can people find you and get more of you? Yes,
2: and I, I will answer you on Instagram, even though I'm not super, <laughs> I'm not super active on there. I used to be super active. I just needed to take a step back. And that's one other thing that I do want to add just just to your audience and your tribe. Give yourself the space to take a step back when you need to. I think mental health is so important. And I've been on a journey in that in the last six months. It's been really, really rough. Probably one of the toughest seasons of my life. And I feel like I'm starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) But it's okay. Okay to take a step back, but, um, I would absolutely, I'm going to become a little bit more active, not super active, but I will be starting to put myself out there again. Um, my handle is lady boss underscore S P. And, uh, also on Facebook, it's how a little kid would spell it. Stephanie sounded out S T E F A N I E. And then Peter, Peter's P E T E R S. And, Just would love to be a resource for anyone that just really maybe needs some insight one way or the other. I love breathing life into people that they can step into that God-sized dream. So if you're on the other side being like, well, you know, you got your story and whatever. It's like, no, we all have our story and every story is important. In this last toxic relationship, the guy said, you know, I really wouldn't share that story about like what happened in network marketing. It wasn't all that great. And it's like, (laughs) you know, like if that's, everyone's entitled to their opinion, that's fine. <laughs> but I just thought, you know what? This is my story. And I'm so grateful for the, the lives that I was able to touch through that story and the lives that were able to touch me through that story. So I don't care how little or big in someone else's eyes your story is. It's your story and own that.
1: I love it. And you know what? On your interview with Yasna, you said, you know, your goal for 2020 was to be more vulnerable. You've nailed it. This vulnerable Steph, I'm so proud of you. So thank you so much. Be sure that you follow her. I will, when I post this on social media, share the card, share the workbook because you guys need to get your hands on this and you need to be following Steph. So thank you so much. I
2: adore you, Amy. You're awesome.
0: Okay, another episode in the books. And I'll tell you what, I am loving this podcasting gig. I cannot thank you enough for all of the reviews, For the comments that you've been sending me, it gives me an idea of more of what you want to hear. And my one ask here is this, I would love it if you would screenshot this or hit the copy link and share this with people you think would benefit from hearing from me. It's the way I'm going to get my message out, my vision out, and I would so much appreciate it. I will continue to bring episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays with bonus ones on Saturdays with my husband and I'm excited to share them with you.